ladies and gentlemen, it's this time of the week that we like to say, welcome to Egypts of the World! <laughs> With you, Glenn Wall, and you, Andrew Maxwell, and us, Egypts, the, the team. Team of Egypts. Yeah. Oh, and what a corny of coping of clowns that we have for you this week. Yes, yes, they're, they're marching two by two. So we have the Egypts of in-flight insanity. We have the Egypts of insect masturbation. <laughs> we have the Egypts of gondola selfies. We also have the Egypts of crooked Hollywood actors. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's get down to the brass tacks, the business end. Please. Uh, Do you have an Egypt for me, oh, Mr. Glenn? Oh, man. He, uh, he really uh, he flew onto our radar this year and uh, this week and then disappeared from it because he's one of these YouTube guys. His name's Trevor. Uh, what, what does a man with the name like Trevor, doesn't sound like an action hero name. What's he do? What's this Trevor do? Well, Sounds like he works in an office. Does he work in an office? Does he work for his local council? No. I un my understanding is that he was uh, he was looking for likes oh. in all the wrong places. Well, well that could be anything, dude. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> that could be anything. That uh, pretty sounds like every bus station toilet I've ever been to. Yeah, you're not allowed in those anymore. I don't need um, to go in there anymore. No. no, no. It's good because they posted a sign and everything, so... Uh, <laughs> So what happened? What, what's going on? Who's this well, Trevor? Talk to me about him. He's driving around in his... Well, I guess he's flying around this plane. He's not driving it. But uh, he um, he crashed it on purpose. Like he, he faked having engine problems, and then he, he jumped out of it with the selfie stick on a camera and then just let it go into the park and... Is this a YouTuber, is it? It's a YouTuber. A YouTuber. And he'd, he'd just for uh, shits and giggles, a.k.a. likes. Yeah. And subscribes. I think, and, yeah. And uh, the ringing of the bell. He, uh, he flies a plane. Mm-hmm. And then he, he pretends that there's a problem. You're not, and he jumps out of it. He le there's nobody in it. He's just he's just left it and he's he's parachuted down and it's just so that people it's could just... see the plane leave and I don't even know the enjoyment that you get out of that like oh look the planes there's nobody in it now so is it, there's a plane that he's just let fly on yeah unguided like free willy Hmm. He's released it back into the wild. I don't know where he thinks planes come from. <laughs> Go home, plane. Please. Return back to your uh, your two-winged planet. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Saturn. <laughs> I love that plane, and the only th way I could prove it was to let it go. Just let it go. So basically, this man, he's, uh, I believe he has done three months in Chowkey. He's gone away for three months of bird. Because essentially, no matter which way you cut it, a daring stunt is probably more than we're willing to do for our YouTube channel, Egypts yeah. of the World. Uh, like and subscribe. But nevertheless, the minute, if you're the only one in a plane and you leap out of a plane, deliberately a healthy plane. 
Yeah. I don't think this isn't an ill plane. This is a plane that's still got lots of years of sexy life in it. Yeah. And you've just leapt out of it. Right? Bare minimum littering. (laughs) Bare minimum littering. Bare maximum. It's a bomb. You've, You've basically an unguided bomb. Yeah. And it's going into the forest, so um, you, you to keep the uh, simile going, uh, just bear. It could, it could hit a bear. It could hit a bear. Absolutely. <laughs> what an incredibly unfortunate bear you'd be. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd still not believe it was happening. You'd just be like, what is that? What, what is that? What? <laughs> is it flying right at me? I've just got a salmon here. Is there like a little airporter on it? It yeah. feels like it's trying to get my attention now. Is there any? I'm waving. There's nobody waving back. <laughs> I was waving with my bare hands. I took everything out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no! I put the salmon down yeah. so I could wave with my bare hands. <laughs> He's done three months. I think, I, I think that I don't even think that's enough. You can't um, you can't mess with you know you can, anything could have happened there. Six months, six months, Bird. Good, six good. Months. I've just doubled it. Yeah, I've doubled his. Double it again. I want him to do a year and try and explain. I want him to join a gang. I want him to be in there so long. He's coming out with uh, antisocial tattoos on his neck. That's what I want to see. As opposed to all the pro-social tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah. That all the young people have on their necks. Oh, the woke prison uh, gang is the worst one. They are so mean. Oh, they're so relentless. Yeah. (laughs) Constantly, like, caging themselves. (laughs) I've tied myself. The warden did that. (laughs) You didn't lock yourself to that railing. You were the, he did the the boss man did that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, his name's Trevor. Yeah. And he's he's a former Olympic snowboarder. Yeah. 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 So he's already unbearable, and now he's done this. He's now he's done this for three million views. Six months in prison. Very interested to see I what it's like. How he feels about that when he comes out. Yeah, he's what? out, isn't he? I don't know. I don't follow yeah. Trevor around. <laughs> what, what do you? You know what I mean? Apart from everything else, it's pretty dangerous. He keeps jumping out of moving vehicles. I yeah. Well, maybe he's doing it to film his escape. And I, to be fair, if he did that, mm. I, I I'd watch that. I I have no interest to see his plane crash video. But if he, yeah, if he if he got out of prison, mm. that'd be cool. If he if he had a you know a prison escape video, yeah yeah I yeah. know he's gonna get out of prison not not he's just, just gonna if get he, out anyway. if he did his time and then with the selfie he's <laughs> like I'm gonna get out huh? <laughs> I'm getting out of prison today and the warden's like yes you are it's just six through. months with a spoon <laughs> boy <laughs> man I can't wait for all the likes and subscribes on this <laughs> what are you doing man stop drinking the toilet water man. <laughs> It's only six months, man. Just chill out. <laughs> Leave all the likes and subscribes I'm not getting. <laughs> Trevor. For shame. I uh, hope you've learned your lesson. I was in a plane in uh, the Middle East once. I thought you were going to say you were in a guy called Trevor in the <laughs> Middle East once. <laughs> Let me finish the story. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, in the Middle East, uh, many of the, um, the, the sort of gentry or the, the richer fellas, uh, they're, they're keen hawkers. They, they, they have their own hawks. Oh, kestrel. Kestrels. Kestrels. Yeah. And, yes. uh, Falconry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, falconry. Uh, and there was a guy in Would full... you call them hawkers? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were keen for that. <laughs> you know the hawkers is a guy who sells shit in the road, right? <laughs> is anybody one or eagle? <laughs> I, got a, I got a sack over here. I got a potato sack with eagles in it. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're looking for? They look you a lot like pe- turkeys to me, sir. <laughs> Got any beak heads around here? <laughs> Please. So this guy, uh, he's he's quite well to do. I don't, I don't think he was the royal family, but um, he was he was up there. Well, he, he had a killer bird on. But allowed to go through the airport with it and everything, mm-hmm. which you know, like I was there. They took my nail clippers away, and I'm like. I can't help but notice that man has a predator on his arm, like with really sharp mm-hmm. claws. Yeah. You know, you've given me, you've taken away my one ability to grow a claw. Yes, exactly. This feels very claw unfair. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they let him on the plane, and he he still like had his bird with him. Like it did, they didn't have to put it in the you know you know. And this was this was long before emotional support animals, and I. I I think from the cut of the guy's jib, he probably wouldn't fill out that form. He's just like you know, I'm 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 I'm. I have I'm an the, eagle. Yeah, it's but, a very uh, skittish. Yeah, it must fly with me wherever <laughs> I go. But this is what I said, like I, because uh, he was sitting at the back, like just with the bird and uh, the everybody else. Nobody else seemed to think it was weird except me. Yeah, and I, I tried to have a moment with one of the, um, the the stewardesses. I was like, if um, if we start to crash, will they let the bird out? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. You don't have to go with us. It has to be the worst, like the worst way to die. Just the bird, like, come on. This, the door being open or closed means nothing to you people. It means everything to me. Can you just let me fly out of here? And they're like, no, you're going down with the ship, Captain. Sorry, this is all about your feet, not your wings, buddy. You got feet, right? You walked down here, right? Yeah. You didn't fly on this plane, did you? (laughs) That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you can fly the sheik with you, then no. You can't leave. (laughs) No, you can't. The sheik will have been a larger man. (laughs) But then produces 19 (laughs) other birds. Come! Just in case. It was in case of this very situation. (laughs) Clog. Snap on, birds! <laughs> Form the cloud of feathers. <laughs> it's very lyrical language. <laughs> but it's, uh, he was in a dish dash, though, so it would have just like gone out. Well, no, he would have gone out. And just, <laughs> there's, no, there's no gusset on a dish dash. So. No gusset on a dish dash. Just about 19 birds <laughs> just flying an empty dish dash as a naked sheik cutting plummets into Doha. <laughs> Well, I think we already have this week's uh, bumper sticker. There's no gusset on a dish dash. 
And remember, kids, there ain't no gusset on a dish dash. There ain't no gusset on a dish dash. <laughs> I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> well, Trevor, learn your lessons. Yeah. Whatever they may be. Whatever stunt you pull next. Pull the plug out on a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you are we sure that he wasn't uh, wasn't on that sub? Is he still does he have an alibi for mm-hmm. uh submariner? <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> Six months in prison just trying to explain to everybody else in there why you're in there. <laughs> That's okay, hey Driver, tell him man. Tell him why you're here, man. <laughs> Tell him you had your own plane. You're flying through the desert, but the plane's not full of cocaine, right? Tell him it's not full of heroin. It's not full of cocaine, drugs, or guns, or anything. Tell him why you did it, Trevor. He's the first Trevor to ever go to jail in America that wasn't for drunk driving. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, absolutely. Usually, Trevors won't even make it to trial. The judge will be the trial. No, he's a Trevor. Uh, I'm sure he's sorry. I'm sure this Trevor just needs to return to Canada. (laughs) I'm sure once he's north of that parallel, he'll be a good boy. Won't you, Trev? Oh, sure. Oh, you bet you so. On you go, you little scamp. Thank you, officer. Judge, I don't know what what, to do. Coach? Can I call you coach? (laughs) You can just just make your way. All right. With that... With that, tr- that train you seem to have found out of nowhere, you yeah. scam. <laughs> yeah. It's been a weird couple of weeks, you know. I can only imagine, Trevor. <laughs> On your way. Bye. Free and innocent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll never do it again. Let me regale you, my friend. What is parliamentary democracy for, would you say, Mr. Glenn? Well, it's to govern the land, uh, you know, and, and the people got a say. They get a say in uh, the who who they want in charge. But mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, it's just it's just governance. It governance. Just you've got a, to... you've got a parliament. You elect people. You got a parliament. Yeah. You have an upper chamber. And a lower. Yeah. You got and upper and lower one. chambers. And a good one. Yeah. 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 And a good one. And then you got parliamentary select committees. Have you heard of them? A couple of times. Yeah. 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 Got, any, got any favorites? Got any favorites from the world of parliamentary select committees? Uh, I've been enjoying the COVID ones, but they're yeah, they're pretty uh, Schadenfreude. <laughs> <laughs> but my friend, I can beat all that. Thank you. You can set aside all the shenanigans of COVID cool. and the incompetence of the British Conservative Party. <laughs> yes, my friend, because in Australia, in the Australian Parliament, they decided they needed to bring in a man that knew about bees. Okay. Seems pretty normal. Right. Were they having trouble sleeping? <laughs> I don't know what the, how it all came about. But nevertheless, they got a leading bee expert before a, a parliamentary committee in the Australian Parliament. Sure. Yeah. And then guess what they asked him? What would you ask a bee man? Or are they going to be okay? There's, you know, because there's, there's, there's out of trouble. Yeah. yeah, there's trouble in the yeah. bee world. There's no trouble down at the hive. Nope. How'd you wank off a bee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. That's what they did. There's, there's 
but there's elected elected Australian officials going. So can you explain exactly how do you get the semen out of a bee? The guy's just like, well, it has a false herbidectris, and then you you milk it, <laughs> you milk the bee. <laughs> well, the other parliamentary and both of them, but actually both of them look also like men called Trevor. But it's like, well, what happens to the bee afterwards? Do you know what happens to you once you've wanked off a bee? Once I have, or what happens to the bee? Because I just get a big smile. <laughs> no, everybody knows what happens to the wanker of the bee. <laughs> What happens to the wanky, the bee? <laughs> the wanky bee. The uh, wank. yeah. Do you know what happens to a bee? No, I don't. It shoots its bee load? No, no. It explodes. What? Yes. <laughs> like, like a bomb? <laughs> like, like, like one of those little... <laughs> 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 or, or do they just like... They they really only like one night stands, so they're they're kind of ninja. They they throw down something. There's a puff of something, and unless you've looked in the right direction, you won't see it fly away. Yeah. It's like an evil magician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand uh, orgasming bees hit the floor, explode. You're gone. Yeah. So much bee jizz. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, it, the clip ends there with all the parliamentarians laughing at the idea of a bee orgasmic explosion. Yeah. And beyond that, we don't, you don't get to find out. It's very odd. Did, is, did I mean, they you, call you, him in to ask that question? Like, was it part of a larger, like, conversation? And then they were just like, you know what? We're the government. We can call a bee guy in and clear this up. Like, is there, was there a pub bet going on? Like, that's not what happens when you jack bees off. It is, is what happens. This is the uh, Sports and Culture Select Committee of the Australian Parliament. Now, I believe you're uh, a Blues fan. Uh, having a reasonable season. Not a lot to ask. Does anybody want to know anything about how the Blues season's going? <laughs> what? Now we've called that guy in next. Yeah, we'll call him. Right, apparently you're good at uh, you know giving the bee a bit of a choke off. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's so matter of fact. That's right. I am the the bee semen expert for Southeast Australia. Like right, he's, like he's won the regional <laughs> <laughs> for for Southeast Australia, not not the whole thing. Hey, hey I, I dabble. I'm not a coast to coast. <laughs> the man who wanks the bees the most. Will you please welcome <laughs> <laughs> a guy with really small hands comes out, <laughs> <laughs> just covered in stings. <laughs> They've been pretty frisky this morning. <laughs> yeah. You want to be the best, you got to act like the best. And that means waking up at five in the morning to jack bees off all day. Yeah. All day long. Honey, the hardest part is they look the exact same. <laughs> oh, I've spent that. So I've spent whole days just frigging off bees. <laughs> Nothing. You only know you frig them off instead of wank them off when they don't explode afterwards. <laughs> the only difference. 
<laughs> in a boy B and a girl B. It's really hard to fake an orgasm in the B world. <laughs> oh, that's so hot. so good. <laughs> well, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> I can't help but notice you're uh, still here. Uh, you're, you seem to be in my bed and not all over my ceiling and walls. Yeah, you're throwing your hair a lot around there, but uh, you know what? Uh, you're not really in... You seem to be still in one piece. <laughs> you know, when I let a bee fuck me, I sort of expect it to <laughs> blow up. <laughs> really yeah. awkward. You, you're going to be here in the morning, aren't you? Yeah. I say, I don't, I don't like Just that. buzzing around my f apartment. Trying to, trying to get a cup over it. <laughs> so awkward. The most awkward morning after. Just, you wake up to hear something going, dunk, She's out the window. I'll open it. I'll let you out. Just, where's the, where's the bloody key? I pressing the thing in and out. Yes, yes, I am trying. And then the, with the bee sees you coming in with the Hoover, and it's like, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> what else am I gonna do? <laughs> I live here. You don't live here. I can't help but notice you didn't explode last night. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> guess we're both losers. <laughs> Now, <laughs> neither of us came, but one of us is allergic to a rolled-up newspaper. <laughs> so maybe I can make a little hive of hard-to-please bees in my vacuum cleaner. Hmm. Hmm. If you had gotten pregnant, as you probably did not. Well, it's great that the Australian democracy is is working full tilt. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta look in. They gotta have a committee to look into the committee, like who watches the Watchmen. <laughs> so, can you tell us exactly what was the nature of last Tuesday's committee? <laughs> well, it's the problem was they put the Christmas party in the afternoon, and then we actually had a we had a thing to do in the it, it, yeah. It, it, so it worked out. Um, a couple of our conversations and queries at, at the pub got sort of got dragged into the office. It was a pretty wide ranging nature the, the conversation. Yeah. It happened on a casual Friday, you know, a bunch of drunk guys in jeans. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, you should see these politicians. They're both of them like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm still awake. <laughs> and I've got six hours of drink driving ahead of me. And the thing is, when you drink drive long distance, you show up sober. I know. Oh, oh my mm. wife doesn't like it when I show up sober. <laughs> Won't let me in the house. No presents. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get you some chicken from Red Rooster, love. <laughs> some, somebody ate it. <laughs> the bees. <laughs> Graham, you haven't been talking on camera about bee sex again, have you? <laughs> Baby, 
If you didn't want me to be an MP for Greater Wagga Wagga, she's never elected me. I didn't, I married you. Yeah, well, that's fucking the same thing, isn't it? It's a social contract between an MP and a B. Oh, no, a voter. A voting B. Yeah, mm. I ever tell you that story about Aussie politics where... You know, there, um, there's country, uh, there, there's like a, a sort of the Labour Party, there's country and city. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, the city are the sort of the factory workers and country are the farmers. Yes. Uh, and they, they formed a coalition and a guy, I think this was in the 70s or the 80s, um, he got up to make a statement in Australian uh, Parliament and uh, he loaded, he, he started by introducing himself. He said, he said, uh, I'm so-and-so, and, and I'm a country member. And uh, one guy on the other side went, Yep, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to, like, write it down. That's <laughs> great. That's great. Oh, I'm a country member. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. <laughs> Seeing you wanking off them bees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be choosy, though. I mean, it seems you quite a common setup for the insects of this world. You get one, you get one rattle, and then that's it. I think it's a great thing if you if you if you are actually sexually attracted to bees. Um, it's you know, like I, they're all kind of the same. Like it's not. <laughs> It's not like humans where, you know, we're not, you know. No, no, no. Like, You'd be so, there being somebody out there. We live in a I've very... I've never s- seen an ugly bee. I've never seen a pretty one either. <laughs> yeah, but people are snippy, man. People are very choosy. You know, there's, they're out there, there will be people who are sexually attracted to bees, but they'll be split down the line, you know? Some of them will be attracted to the yellow ones with black stripes. <laughs> Other people will be into the black ones with yellow stripes. It just depends on your perception, man. That's right. And I don't know, a wasp in a pinch. <laughs> Come on, it was late at night and had a few beers. You look like a bee. <laughs> hey, you don't smell like honey. <laughs> you smell like a chewed shed. <laughs> I think I've said that before, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you know. You wake up next day and not dead. Just alive with a big old sting. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's a wasp sting. <laughs> we'll find out later. Yeah. yeah, if it goes away. Put the lotion in the bucket. <laughs> well, there you go. There's we beef. Salute, yeah. We, well, good for you, Australia. And thank God for Australia. You've kept us, sustained us through this long, long period of egypt Yes, you have. You're good. You're good. You're, <laughs> Fantastic. You're, bat, you're batting way above your population. <laughs> Do you want to start this one here? Sure thing. Felicity Hoofman. Yes. Yes, uh, Felicity Huffman, who has finally uh, talked about her learning journey. Uh, this is... She was on Desperate Housewives, and she's in, like, a lot of other movies. Um, she's a big star. 
Is she's married to William H Macy, um, arguably the better actor out of the two. Um, hey, I said it. I said it. Uh, All right. Uh, well, he's been in stuff I like more. So that's fair enough. You didn't yeah. like Desperate Housewives, no? No, I did not. Jesus. No, I did not. Um, I couldn't get enough of the shenanigans and hijinks of Wisteria Lane. Well, that's where it's why they make different programs for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a show yeah I don't how, how long did you watch each episode for Andrew <laughs> till I passed out <laughs> <laughs> anyway so Felicity Hoffman what has she done she just got out of prison she uh she did she do prison I don't think she did Mr. Glenn I think she did community service I think she spent nine days in prison she didn't do like like a long stretch nine days in prison it's still well i mean it's nine more than i've spent in prison (laughs) (laughs) nine days like i mean (laughs) in there with all the other guys but come out like really hardened (laughs) (laughs) so so toughened (laughs) thousand yard stare yeah (laughs) (laughs) just being trained the whole time Right. So you, what you need to do, like, I'm gonna stab you in the leg, man. You gotta react like nothing. Okay. And then I'm in. I'm in the gang. You're in the nine day prison gang, sure. Okay. You're in, you're in a, it's it's a kind of an initiation gang. I have to say, it's not the same gang that uh, myself and the other guys were here for life. Oh, can, can I get in that one? No. Oh. Uh, we're mostly over here like killing people. Well, I, but I'd like to. I, uh, you know, I got, I got not. Well, I got seven days in here now, but seven long days, man. Changes a person. <laughs> so Felicity Hoffman, what? She went to prison for nine days and did community service for. She bribed uh, the SAT people. She, <laughs> she had a daughter that. Wanted, the, are wanted, the SAT people the people who make chairs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we using weird code for me? It's the American version of... Um, Getting into university? Yeah, it's right? a, yeah, it's a test you have to take. And uh, they looked at their daughter and said, I don't think she's going to pass that test, but we'd still sure like her to leave this house as soon as possible. Uh, so they bribed the SAT people to give her good grades, and uh, it worked. They did do that. But then uh, the authorities were watching. Oops. <laughs> and uh, Turns out it's a big old federal crime. <laughs> yes, it was. And they, um, yeah, they, 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 they charged her and, and got her found guilty. And then uh, in the end, the child still went to university. Uh, and I don't know what they were planning on taking, but um, there it it is the person is now in university doing a drama degree. Yeah, who knew the child of two actors would then go do a drama degree? Like, and I don't think would have had trouble getting into a university if you're like, well, you know, I don't know if you've seen Fargo, but my dad was in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh well, you probably. You probably have a little bit of a, you know, a chance to get in. It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, she wasn't going off to be a quant and there go on work at a major global bank or anything. 
<laughs> she went off to she went off to Car- Carnegie Mellon University to do working in art, you know yeah maybe she's really that bad of an actress <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to be that is the question <clears throat> <clears throat> Romeo Romeo yep <laughs> yep <laughs> Is that her up in the balcony? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm here. Uh, tits are swinging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've lost. I've lost my spot in it. Just say say your thing again, said, and I'll say my thing. She said that she went through it all. Like so, acting career ruined. She's done time in a federal pen. She's done her community service. She's completely disgraced herself. Yeah. She's been investigated by the FBI. And she said she did it all so she could give her child a chance at a future. Yeah. What, 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 this, is, this is a legal border crossing chat. <laughs> <laughs> this is what people say at the, as they wade through the Rio Grande. This isn't what you need to say to get your kid into a drama course. A kid called Sophia, by the way. Sophia's walk straight into drama courses. Yeah, you have to take them. And then you have no choice in the matter. You have absolutely no choice in the matter. Boys called Dylan and girls called Sophia, please. As you'll see, your, your chairs are already allocated. 70 Sophias, 40 Dylans. Right? So odd, yeah, yeah, really, uh, really strange. And 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 but her her interviews on it now are just they're they're fanning the fire. They didn't help. They didn't, they didn't help because uh, yeah, she's uh, what did she said something about like having a gun in her face or you know I woke up it was like waking up with a gun in my face every morning and you know no uh, <laughs> and that'll be no. Uh, it's, it's, it, the phrasing was really strange, but uh, it's like, yeah, that that won't be a surprise to any black and brown people out there, you know, because that's how they wake up every morning. <laughs> gunplay. You know? What? I'm, yeah. Now I'm confused by whether you're confused about what she said or I'm just confused by what you said. What are she, you talking about? She said something about a gun in her face. Like right? it felt like she had a gun in her what face. What that Sophia couldn't go to a drama course. Yeah, yeah. Felt like she had but a then, gun. Then, like, one up it. Like, but you know, that's that's what it's like. That's what it's like out there. It's one out there, out in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Where you just try to do your piece to camera. <laughs> just you, you know, everybody's out there for themselves doing a the five-minute monologue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to land the part of happy in Death of a Salesman. That's a, that ain't easy, man. No. You're going to join the Crips, the Bloods, uh, the Latin Kings, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, or the Gangster Disciples if you're trying to get into a major Chicago university. Yeah. Yeah. If you want is. To, yeah. You want to join the 48th Street Rollers. Yeah. <laughs> Just so that you can, you know, do Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> right? That's what's in your cod piece. You got a 48 in your cod piece just shooting up other leading members of. That's how you do it. You walk you do into it. that audition room and you just start popping caps. 
Just because so- that just that lowers the number down. How many people you got to beat out for this part? Yeah. You just walk in with a Uzi. Yeah. All right, I'm you, your guy. You want to be in a remake of of Little Women? Just <laughs> just walking in, just taking the cap off your forty ounce, just pouring a little bit out for all your dead thespians. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is for Michael Gambon, man. <laughs> If they're, if they're staging an off-Broadway production of Hair, what you do is you walk into that audition room and you find the biggest actor and you knock him out. You knock, you knock him out. You knock out the next guy who's going to play Hagrid, man. <laughs> the remake of Harry Potter. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, there, there you go. Yeah, this is what people will do for love. They will go to prison so that Sophia can go to an acting course. Yeah. Apparently, she had no idea that her mother was doing any of this. Yeah, she's probably not the brightest. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't, you don't get out the checkbook for the smart ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how much? (laughs) Baby, I can't keep telling you. Just because it's red, it's not strawberry. It's just just like a regular crayon. Yeah, but you you add a few zeros to that. This is a federal crime. They're not going to take that. That's that's, federal. Yeah, Yeah, you got to really zero it up. Well, there you go. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, Hoffman. You've done your time. You can rejoin society now. You can come back. And this time, you seems that your career's gone down the toilet. You really are going to be a desperate housewife. <laughs> yeah. As you try and make friends with the people in your neighborhood. But none of them have lived your life, man. They don't know what you've been through. Seen what you've seen. They ain't done what you've done. <laughs> they haven't fashioned, fashioned a bar of soap into a CV. And finally, in summation, and to wrap up, right, so, there is a BBC, you know, they're just the news, the newscasters. I'm aware of it, yeah. Yeah, you never think about those humans that just read the news, the news readers. No. Right? You just, they just information givers. Yeah. The givers of information. Yeah, almost um, like a, a boiled version of a human. <laughs> not, not really, not really. You know, not tilting their hand either way. They're just yeah. They're definitely a human, but they're not really. Yeah. They're just saying things. Yeah. They're saying things out loud. Sure. On cue. Yeah, that's what they do. It's not a hard job. They don't have to have researched any of the things they're saying. Yeah, they don't have to agree with it. They don't have to agree with it. They don't have to emote either way. They're just reading off the auto cue. Yeah. What somebody else has decided. It's a pretty much straightforward job. Read off the auto cue. Read the thing. Ta-da! Yeah. Job done. No. Don't make it too sassy. <laughs> it's a bit too much for Miriam or Mariam Moshiri. 
That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to go with. Since I'm not a news reader, I don't feel any obligation. Uh, she was on the uh, live on the news this week he, uh, here in the UK. And there's in the BBC News, there's this big... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Builds you up like about 10 seconds of... News. News coming. News coming your way. Big news, news, news. Honey, is the popcorn ready? The news is coming. News. Sport and weather coming away. Sport for the people that still get their sporting news that way. Three, two, one. And then newsreader. Yeah. Pretty standard. Newsreader. Usually like a look up or a little bit of this. Yeah. Hello. And welcome to the news. Not her. Cuts to her and she's like, ah. Flipping the bird and pulling a funny face, and then realizes the red light's on and switches to a news. Speaking of birds, so uh, there has been a flock of birds. I um I broke my finger earlier, and uh, that's it's it'll come up in a news story. I'll I'll explain all of this as the news goes on. I like that. I think she should have just kept with it. There was obviously a usual, you know, learning journey apology. It was a private joke. Myself and the crew. I wasn't. She she made it clear that she wasn't giving anybody particular the finger, and most certainly the great British public. But she was, it was an in-joke between her and the people counting down. She, five, four, three, two, and she got one and... Yeah, yeah. But I... Yeah. I would have preferred if she had just gone, fuck it, and just carried on. All the way through the news stories. <laughs> yeah. Just lo- lots of dirty hand signals all the way through. David Cameron <laughs> said something. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I think in future, if you want to do that joke, go two. <laughs> you don't have enough time for one two or yeah. you know that's what you get for joining trying to be all North American about it yeah you had this available yes and you wanted you you you, you watch too much Netflix you don't watch enough for the BBC which is odd because you work at the BBC that's true that's your real crime Lack of yeah. digital patriotism. You don't even have to wait to go home to see the programs. You could just open doors of the studios and see them for free. You don't even need a license. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, we wish you all the very best. Stop flipping the bird off in the, in the news. It's not, not like as if the news, the primetime BBC news, is always opening with something sad. Like, uh, yeah, lately. That's not any time. Any time. Yeah. There's always, you know, it's it's global based news. It's gonna. St- I prefer it that way. I don't like it because the um, the afternoon ones, for some reason, it was all some middle class woman's dragging a sled across Antarctica. Oh, <laughs> why is this? And we're gonna go join her live, and she's just. <sighs> yeah. How much money have I raised? <laughs> <laughs> just give them the money. You, you, Sophia, this, your your drama course starts in a week's time. <laughs> I'm just cutting now to Graham and another type of Graham. <laughs> Both in the fleeces. Yeah. Tim and Tom. What a combination. <laughs> Tim and Tom, are you at the North Pole yet? 
Doing quite well here, but it's really having to, you know, dig in. Yeah, yeah. You just get a feeling once they get to the North Pole, it'll just be like a like a middle class dinner party. <laughs> just they're all there, <laughs> slid, slid, slid their little things up to it. And they're all like... Guys, as much as I've tried, the Reblochon will not will not defrost. Some of our cheeses are just. They're all hard cheeses. Guys, they're all hard cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. But, uh, years ago, it was still... we'd, ju- we'd like to defrost it, but it will be sometime. <laughs> oh, nice. Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I, uh, when it was the London Olympics... I was flying back in from Portugal where it turns out the uh, Team GB rowing team and in the world of the Olympics the Brits tend to do very well in rowing yeah because it's posh men yeah right? posh people and uh, they'd been training just before the Olympics the kind of boats the middle class can get behind <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly well quite <laughs> If they could sail or row, then... <laughs> yeah, actually. Perhaps we could see a path. If they rowed up on the shore, you'd have a Yeah. We could perhaps see a future for you in this country. I'm not saying all the boats, but the winning ones can stay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> perhaps if you could compete for our affection. <laughs> so we come back in, right? It was just before the London Olympics started. Yeah. And flying into Heathrow... And it turns out I was I was sat with the Team GB rowing team. They were all around me. And the captain came on and went, uh, would just like to, big round applause for the Team GB rowing team are on board and everybody was like, oh, very good. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This all around me. And it turns out there was a dude sat, I'm, there's the window, me and this guy, who I saw two weeks later get a medal put around his neck, right? So these are hotshot Olympians. You don't mean like a knife. <laughs> that's, that's right. Actual metal. So he is, as you land into Heathrow, they had painted the grass with the Olympic symbols, right? As we we're coming into land, the captain went, and he wish you all the very best, and obviously once again, for our Olympic rowers. And there'd be another round of applause. If you look at the right side of the plane, you'll see the Olympic symbol. Right? And everybody looked out. There it was. Very impressive. Very well done. And the guy beside me, he leant over me and he looked intensely at the Olympic symbol. He never took his eye off it. For the whole sort of two minutes, he's sort of leaning into me and just looking, gazing at the Olympic symbol. And as the wheels touched the tarmac, I heard him under his breath say to himself, Game on! <laughs> so w- wonderful to witness poshness in the wild like, you know what I mean this guy was pretending to be posh like a Boris Johnson like yeah. this guy this was the real deal oh, game on he'd been game on Olympics he'd been whipped at a fee paying school he hadn't seen his parents since he was five years old yeah. he'd just been he'd have his back stiffened and his neck mm. braced and this is what you've been training for Rupert yeah. Rupert <laughs> forget those damp pillows of your childhood yeah, forget your childhood Rupert it's no. time to row now it's time
time to stick that oar. There's no more catching crabs in your life, Rupert. <laughs> only an Olympic glory. <laughs> well, there you go. Rise from your seat without taking your seatbelt off. Rip through it, Rupert. <laughs> Rip it. Rip your belt, Rupert. Well, there you go. Rip your belt, Rupert. Again, another <laughs> magnificent bumper sticker. Well, there you go. That's this uh. week's Egypt. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Mr. Glenn, for joining me. And thank you too, Andrew. Well, if it wasn't for you, Glenn Wall, and you, Andrew Maxwell, we would have no episode of Egypts of the World. world. And yes, nevertheless, this week we have indeed had many, many Egypts. Yeah. Thank you, Egypts, for unwittingly taking part in the show. It has been a Pod Pod People People production. production. Pod people production. Pod people production. And wherever you are out there uh, consuming this, please like it, subscribe to it, yeah, interact with it, yeah, send yeah. us send us X's, put your tweets, yeah. Don't We're not send, willing. Don't send us your X's. We're not willing to jump out of planes for you. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to like us, but we're not willing to. Yeah. Yeah. We're not willing to put our hands through the monkey bars of the internet for you. No. No, you have to do that yourself. And you do that in your own time. 